0: Hello and welcome to episode 658 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terence M. Stanton. We are recording on Wednesday, September 20th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Wednesday Prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain deliverance from hell by St. Alphonsus Liguori. My most beloved lady... I thank thee for having delivered me from hell as many times as I have deserved it by my sins. Miserable creature that I was, I was once condemned to that prison, and perhaps already, after the first sin, the sentence would have been put into execution, if thou, in thy compassion, hadst not helped me. Thou, without even being asked by me, and only in thy goodness, didst restrain divine justice. And then, conquering my obduracy, thou didst draw me to have confidence in thee, Oh, into how many other sins should I have afterwards fallen, and the dangers in which I have been? Hadest not thou, my loving mother, preserved me by the graces which thou didst obtain for me? Ah, my queen, continue to guard me from hell, for what will thy mercy and the favors which thou hast shown me avail me if I am lost? If I did not always love thee, now at least, after God, I love thee above all things. Never allow me to turn my back on thee and on God, who by thy means has granted me so many graces. My most amiable lady, never allow me to have the misfortune to hate thee and curse thee for all eternity in hell. Wilt thou endure to see a servant of thine who loves thee lost? O Mary, what sayest thou? I shall be lost if I abandon thee. But who can evermore have the heart to leave thee? How can I ever forget the love thou hast borne me? My lady, since thou hast done so much to save me, complete the work, continue thy aid. Wilt thou help me? But what do I say? If at a time when I lived forgetful of thee, thou didst favor me so much, how much more may I not hope for now that I love thee and recommend myself to thee? No, he can never be lost who recommends himself to thee. He alone is lost who has not recourse to thee. Ah, my mother, leave me not in thy own hands. Leave me not in my own hands, for I should then be lost. Grant that I may always have recourse to thee. Save me, my hope. Save me from hell. But in the first place, save me from sin, which alone can condemn me to it. Today, friends, we're going to follow up on St. Januarius or St. Gennaro. As he is known in Italy, we had the article from fisheaters.com that we went over yesterday And this is a follow-up from the National Catholic Register, located at nationalcatholicregister.com. It was published yesterday, September 19. Blood of St. Januarius completely liquefied on feast day. A declaration that the miracle had again taken place was made at the start of Mass by Abbot Vincenzo de Gregorio. And do you hear much about this in the secular media? Probably not much at all. A miracle takes place, and this is something that's happened with regularity over the years, sometimes a few times during the course of the year, and little to nothing is said about it in the secular media. You think that might be news, right? A literal miracle. The liquefaction of blood of a man who's been dead for many centuries. Nope. Not a peep from the secular media. But it's true. God is still working miracles if we just have eyes to see it. The article begins by saying the blood of the martyr St. Januarius again liquefied in Naples on Tuesday. We have just taken from the safe the reliquary with the blood of our patron saint, which immediately completely liquefied the abbot of the chapel of the treasury of the Naples cathedral announced on September 19. The declaration that the miracle had again taken place was made at the start of mass by Abbot Vincenzo di Gregorio. The archbishop of Naples, Domenico Battaglia, held the relic of the blood, moving the glass ampules to demonstrate the liquid state of the blood to the sounds of strong applause, while the deputy of the wisdom of the people waved a white cloth. On September 19, once again yesterday as I'm recording this, the Catholic Church celebrates the Feast of St. Januarius, bishop, martyr, and patron saint of Naples, Italy. Traditionally, on this day, and on two other occasions a year, his blood, which is kept in a glass ampule if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I'm not sure, A-M-P-O-U-L-E, in the shape of a rounded cruet, liquefies. It is believed the miracle has taken place since at least 1389, the first instance on record. The the liquefaction process sometimes takes hours or even days, and sometimes it does not happen at all. In local lore, the failure of the blood to liquefy signals war, famine, disease, or other disaster. At Mass, September 19, Archbishop Battaglia of Naples spoke about the miracle and what it is and is not. Every year, we see firsthand how the witness of a man who generously gave his life for the gospel until his last breath, until his last drop of blood, is not something of the past, a historic event useful only to write about in some pages of a book, he said. No, Archbishop Battaglia continued, it's a testimony that is present, living, current, and capable of speaking to the heart of every believer, pushing him to more consistency, beyond courage, to a life of giving, steeped in sharing." He reminded those present that the blood of St. Januarius is not an oracle to consult, and even less a city horoscope whose function is to predict misfortune or fortune for the city. No, the relic we bless is simply a road sign, a finger that points us to the necessity, the urgency, the requirement to follow the gospel in a radical way, being unreservedly attracted by its liberating beauty, listening with an open heart and mind to its word of life and hope. Archbishop Pataglia said the blood of St. Januarius makes him think of the unjust bloodshed that happens every day whenever a person is wounded, humiliated, not respected in his dignity. How about abortion? I would throw that in there as well. He goes on to say, I believe that the real miracle will take place the day this blood of St. Januarius is forever hard, compact, clotted, the archbishop said. Yes, I believe that the real miracle will happen when justice kisses peace, when good overpowers evil forever, when the good news of Jesus Christ dries up the pain of the world, illuminates the darkness for good, brings all things to completion, enters so deeply into the hearts of men and women that their words, their deeds, their thoughts will be nothing but goodness, benevolence, beauty. After the Mass, the relic of St. January's blood will remain on display for veneration, in the Cathedral of Naples until September twenty-sixth and Thanksgiving for the miracle. So it happened again, my friends. The miracle of the liquefaction of the blood of St. Januarius. And you will hear nothing about it on NBC Nightly News, ABC World News Tonight, CBS, whatever they call their evening news show, I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. The corporate media will say nothing about it. They will continue to talk about what? Climate change. Viruses. Donald Trump is the most evil person in the history of the world. Uh, Joe Biden was fairly elected president and. If you don't think so, you're an idiot or a white supremacist. Whatever other nonsense, whatever other lies they want to tell you. Anything but the truth in the corporate media. The truth isn't a thing. It's a somebody. It's the God man. The truth is Jesus Christ, the word incarnate. And he started a church one holy catholic and apostolic church and you know what there's a miracle that happens every single day at every catholic mass everywhere on earth it's called transubstantiation when the priest acting in persona christi confects the eucharist and ordinary bread and wine is miraculously changed into the body blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a miracle that happens every single day, friends. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to us, for deigning to come to a lowly, miserable sinner like me in the most blessed sacrament. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Could thank you on my knees a thousand times a day and that wouldn't be nearly enough for this most precious gift you've given us in the miracle of the Eucharist, thank you Jesus. Let us conclude friends by mentioning helping autism through learning and outreach available on the web at h a l o hyphen s o m a dot org that's h a l o hyphen s o m a dot org also please tune into episodes two seventy seven and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. The topic of discussion, RPM, rapid prompting method, a system of communication for non-speakers, just as sign language, was a nearly miraculous breakthrough for the deaf. And braille, the same, in terms of being able to read for the blind. Well, that's what rapid prompting method is doing for non-speakers. Before my niece was eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now we know she's a comprehensive genius, and I do not use that phrase lightly. She composes music. She's skilled at foreign languages. She's a brilliant poet. She has so much knowledge and so much wisdom for someone so young, and we would have known none of that were it not for RPM. Communication is a human right, and there are so many souls in this world still who are trapped in this prison of silence. And RPM, sometimes called spelling to talk or typing to communicate, all basically the same thing, are is a way of getting these folks out of that prison of silence into the world of open communication where they belong, where they can tell you what their hopes and dreams are, where they can have a regular conversation, where they can tell you just basic stuff, like what they want for breakfast, what their favorite color is, what their favorite Sports team is just average, ordinary things that we take for granted as speakers. Non-speakers don't. They don't take these things for granted. They cherish every word and they use words with power. I've been in touch, obviously, with my niece, but several of her friends, some of the most intelligent, caring, and compassionate people and funny, great senses of humor that you could ever meet in your entire life. So let's help these people out. Once again, helping autism through learning and outreach, halo-soma.org. That's H-A-L-O-S-O-M-A.org. And please tell everyone you know about episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. I want to make those our most listened to episodes. Thank you so much for listening to our ladies' podcast. Please join me once again next time. Goodbye, and God love you.